Welcome to What's Eric Eating, Culture Map's bi-weekly look at all things Houston bars and restaurants. I'm your host, Culture Map food editor Eric Sandler. Usually on Thursdays, I have a conversation with someone that I think you'll want to hear from. Today, we're doing things a little bit differently. This is the follow-up to our ultimate Houston date night draft, in which I invite a local food expert to weigh in on the results of the draft and declare a winner. So let me introduce our guest judge. She is a master sommelier and the CEO of Goodnight Hospitality. June Rodil, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this. Before you render your verdict, let me just let me just ask you about your decision-making process. I sent you the results of the the date night draft without telling you who who drafted so that you were judging semi-anonymously. I think you may you may have been able to parse one or two of the drafters. Uh but just just talk to me about kind of your process for evaluating these results or or maybe even you know, when you and your husband are, are going on a date night, what are what are some of the criteria that you think about for where to go? So first it has to be fun. Like bar none, that's gotta be that's gotta be the first thing because we do we work a lot. Um and it's also like really hard to make sure that you're having fun when most date nights have a little bit of work involved. Like there's definitely something that needs to be a surprise in there. So I love going to places that we've never been before. Um he absolutely always wants to go to places that we've never been because I definitely get into a rut. Like I'll go to the same places until like I burn out and then find a new place and then go there every day. Like I I've been on a ramen kick and I literally have just been eating ramen, like different ramen packets from H Mart <laughs> the last month. Um, so yeah, he gets bored really easily and I, I get into a rut really easily. So there's got to be something familiar and warm and then also something surprising and fun whenever it's date night time. Okay. So we, we had six categories, so six stops. Now, obviously we don't really expect anyone to do all six stops on any one night. But, you know, how do you feel about a date night that has maybe two or three venues over the course of an evening? Love, 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 love. I think that's great. That's a sign of a great date, right? Especially, I mean, if you're having fun, you want to keep going and you want to kind of see people in a different environment, um, you know, means that a conversation's still going and Variety is the spice of life. So I think it's great. And a lot of people have very few date nights. So the more you can do and continue to like engage with each other, the better. So I, I love it all. And I love a lot of variety too, in terms of, of going out on a date night. We usually do like two stops. There's usually like food and then a drinks destination involved. But, I, you know, I'd love to do six. I, I feel like I'm probably going to try to replicate one of these. You know what I what I like or what what I sort of forget as someone who doesn't have children is that babysitters are really expensive. And so when you yes. when you commit to spending the money on the babysitter, you know, for our our friends who who do have children, it's it's so important that the the whole evening be worth it. You got to you got to maximize that time out because you, you don't you don't get them very often. For sure. And honestly, like double dates with people with children are the most ferocious. Like they go hard. Like I love it actually. Or there's one more drink. Oh, okay. I guess we're going to go to another bar. That's amazing. I mean, it's, it's like, it's the new 22 is like having a babysitter. I, sometimes 
if I like, especially uh, we'll double date with my business partner, Felipe and his wife, Haley, a lot. And if there's a sitter for John Luca, their son, I mean, we know that we're going to keep going. And sometimes it ends up at a karaoke bar, which I'm sad that I didn't see on this list. You know, that does seem like a miss on the part of our drafters. I, I have some <laughs> thoughts about kind of the best of the rest. What, what didn't, what didn't get selected. We'll go over that in a little bit, but I think, I think it's time for you to declare who you think won the date night draft. And then I will tell you the identity of the person. So I, I identify them just in the order of the first round. So team one, two, three, four, five, or six, who did you, whose date was most appealing to you? Most appealing date team three. Okay. You have selected Justin Yu's date night. Oh, that sounds like a Justin Yu date for sure. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I've definitely just, like run into him on date nights before I'm, too. Well, yeah. If you if you both wound up at 13 Celsius at some point, then I'm sure that you've run into each other. Uh, <laughs> All right. So let me just give you the other the other participants. Team one was Felice Sloan. Team two mm-hmm. was Kraft Pita's Rafi Nasser. Team four is Love Mary him. Clarkson. Team five is Evelyn Garcia from June, and I am Team six. Amazing. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So is Justin's the one that you think you'd like to recreate or, or have you sort of pieced together who I liked team two's cold apps, but I want team five's entree or, or how did you sort of break this down? Yeah. So I do. Okay. For just, just to give Justin his due, it's just really good. And the, the thing that pushed it over the edge was definitely the breakfast the next morning. Like that guy's ready to close, which I really appreciate. <laughs> I really, really appreciate that thought process. I was like, oh, the date that never ends, I'm into it. And the thing that honestly, like the other thing that pushed me over the top is I do end up at 13 Celsius as a last table sometimes. I'm very sorry, Adele. But Papa's Brothers dessert, like I always, always order the cheesecake by myself. And then that usually ends up being <laughs> my, my breakfast the next morning. But like, no matter what, no matter how much I gorge myself at Papa's Rose, like cheesecake. It's the best. I love it. It's the size of my face. And I was like, that's so good. So, and, and it's got like a little bit of everything, but there's definitely like, I loved the Rockets game call from team two. I sadly have never been to one, but like, that's amazing. And if there was like a, a time where it's like, you can start a date and maybe it's like an afternoon Rockets game, that would be really dope. And then go into the rest of your date. And then I really loved the Mimo call. And I've never been to Viola and Agnes. And then I looked it up and it looks amazing. So that's definitely going to be on my list of date nights soon. Yeah, I think that Pier 6 into Viola and Agnes move that Felice had is really smart. And, and I think you could have a really good, like, you could do the two of those and then make your way to Galveston. And have yeah. a really kind of fun, like coastal crawl situation absolutely yes and i just went to hotel lucine in galveston and it was it was dope it was good so you can definitely like add more things there yeah drinks on the drinks on the rooftop is underrated like watching the ocean roll in is just a very very cool experience exactly all right so i challenged you to put together your own take on this using anything other than what had already been drafted so, so June Rodell, what is your, what is your six step date night? Man, it's so hard. Okay. So 
Um, my cold appetizers would actually be Papa's uh, Steakhouse because my ultimate cold appetizer is crabs. Um, I love, love, love snow crabs. I know it's harder to get these days, but if we can get them, that's that's kind of the place that I want. Start off with like a really big martini. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so, so good. And then hot appetizer, dilly bread at Nobis, and nothing else. Just the Billy bread. <laughs> I mean, I love so much there. Like, I kind of have my whole meal there that, like, I can't stray from. But, like, oh, they're, they're so rad. Like, if there's a reservation of someone that they know, like, sometimes they hold that Dilly bread for you. And I just want to give them, like, kisses. It's so great. Entree, I would honestly probably do Kente. I'm a I'm an enchiladas girl. Okay. I like your, I love, uh, okay. Like a little Tex-Mex definitely is good. And then, so dessert is the hard one for me. Cause like part of me just wants like milk and honey ice cream or sorry, um, milk and sugar ice cream because I can never get underground. Sorry. <laughs> but really I kind of just want a Shipley's donut at the end of the night, which sounds <laughs> really horrible. <laughs> Have you been have you been watching David Chang's new live cooking Netflix show? No, I haven't. I haven't got a chance yet. He he ends them by taking a Krispy Kreme and toasting it in a pan and serving it to people. Yes. Like that's what I want. And it's that sounds amazing. I would take like an old Shipley's and probably put it in like the convection oven and then just put like bluebell ice cream on it and I'd be yeah. done for the night, which is yeah, you're not... in, you're an excellent company with your donut call. All right. So <laughs> all right, after yes. dinner drinks, where are you going? I, just, I mean, staple, I always go to Anvil, like, but honestly, if I were with my husband, he wants to end up at Neil's bar. Nice. Okay. That's really he fun because you got the games. He loves, yeah, he's got the games, like, you know, and like, it, it's a different side of town too. So we could end up somewhere else. Like I, I like that move into the Neil's bar thing and it's just a completely different scene. So it, it is pretty fun. And then for my wild card, so I haven't been to one yet, but I really love a skating rink. Okay. I haven't been to one in Texas. I mean, it would definitely be karaoke if people like know me, like karaoke is my jam, but it's not that special for date night. Cause I would like do it at my house. Um, so skating rink hasn't been done in a while for date night and it's super, super fun. All right. Well, so, so just for the audience and, and just as kind of a thought exercise, I started fooling around with. Team seven, the 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 best of the rest, what what hadn't been drafted, the things that were kind of on on my board, places I thought about, but ultimately didn't select. This is this is what I came up with. Let me know what you think. Okay. Cold appetizers at Elro Pizza and Crudo, because yes. just, just for the spicy tuna toast. Hot appetizers at Doris Metropolitan, because they have the best octopus in town, in my opinion. And I think that also gets me the bread service, which is yes, exactly. Like, bread, very important. And then I I paid homage to two of our drafters. For my entree, I thought we would go to June because you get that curry. It, it was a lamb shank for a while. Now it's beef. That new uh, like Viet Cajun shrimp thing they've scalloped, they've got on the menu is really delicious. So there's some really cool oh, stuff yeah. uh, going on at June. And then dessert, I picked Theodore Rex because that panna cotta is the best. Oh, panna it is cotta. so good. And you get that strawberry cake and you just kind of so alternate good. between those two. And then, as I said in the draft episode, which I, I know you haven't had a chance to listen to yet, but I can't believe that no one took their after dinner drinks at Clarkwood, just because it's so it's so sexy in there. It's it's always good energy. You might run into people you know. I just I I think Clarkwood is is the move. 
uh, for a date it's night. It's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. And then I think you're onto something with your your wild card of of karaoke. I wish I had I had done that, uh, but I went with grand prize because you can you can close out the night at grand prize. You can sit on that patio. You can drink like really good cocktails for not a lot of money, or you can yes. canoodle upstairs. And I I do like a good I do like a good canoodle. So me too. And the upstairs is like you forget sometimes. Yeah, it's sometimes a little mysterious. Like, what what's oh, yeah. happening upstairs? Yes. I love that upstairs patio area. I haven't done that in a minute. Yeah. And you're bound to see someone in the industry there always, always and forever too. Yeah. A hundred percent. If you're in the restaurant industry, that's kind of your, your clubhouse. You will definitely see people that you know there. If that's also like, you'll never leave before 2 AM if you see somebody. Oh there. no. If you wind up, if you like, you know, if you're, if you're like at 13 Celsius or light years or some, or camarada or whatever, and you're sipping wine, but you're like, you know, this night really needs like shots. Like I need, you know, whether that's tequila or Campari or whiskey or whatever, grand prize will facilitate that. And, and it just kind of, it takes the evening. It takes the evening to do another, another level. That's when we all turn into gremlins in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I love that. I love that list. All right. Well, so yeah. So it seems like you, it seems like you like my my second choices better than my first choices. But you know, that, I do. I do. Okay. And I honestly, I just had a really great dinner at June too. And like, I got the props to their like persimmon situation. Did you have yeah, that? Yeah, that Ooh. persimmon ceviche thing that that Evelyn and Henry are doing is so delicious. And the last time I I I even asked her about it, I was like, "What is that?" And she said, "You know, we have a lot of vegetarians." And they don't eat the ceviche. So we wanted to give them something like ceviche that they could eat. And that's how they got to that, that persimmon dish. So yeah, that's, I love that. I love that restaurant. I think we all kind of stayed away from uh, the drafters restaurants, right? Like we could have done cold apps from craft Pito with their, their hummus and, and their vegetable dishes. But, you know, I think we all kind of stayed away from, from that, but. Uh, it was good. And honestly, like, you know, big hearts team too. For putting in Rosie Cannonball, and I was like, no, nah, I can't go there. Cause like literally I do all those things all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I I have had this date night sans Rockets game. So I could, yeah, no, Rocky, couldn't choose Ra it. Rafi was in it to win it. I mean, Rafi brought heavy hitters, like no doubt, like old and new classics, plus Amelia Savannah, which is a speakeasy, which is really kind of cool at, at every pick. Rafi, Rafi came to win, and I and I respect that, but I I, I did kind of, as I was looking back, I did kind of have the feeling that, Ooh, I bet, I feel like maybe Justin won. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not surprised that, that that's, that's it's what good variety, Justin, you, he's spicy, he's spicy. And it's like, I mean, honorable mention Rafi team too. That's like, that's solid. But I literally, I have done this date night minus, minus the rock. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I know I just had uh, your business partner Felipe and your your chef partner Austin Waiter from Marigold Club on a couple of weeks ago. Do you have any any other news from Goodnight Hospitality to share? I mean, we're just going through it. We're like in full throttle right now. We just reopened March Marigold Club, killing it. Um, we just hired a director of operations, so that's super fun and amazing and like really great growth and moving our wonderful team around so that they can grow, which is 
always really exciting to to see them move into different spaces into the into the group. So it's been it's been a really busy January. I can't believe we're already in February, but 2024 more is more in 2024. I'm into it right now. All right. Well, I got to tell you, I'll tell you what I told Felipe. My birthday is in May. I want to be able to celebrate it at Marigold Club. It's going to happen. Like, hand to God, it's happening. I don't know what I might have to do or what Felipe may have to do or what Austin may have to do, but we will see you with birthday cake. Good, because, you know, it. that restaurant would have fulfilled, I think, any of these categories, right? Like, Aww. definitely hit the raw bar for cold apps. Definitely whatever, like, whatever... Wellington situation Austin is working on would make a great entree. I mean, they're, you know, I have, I have has, I have high hopes for this restaurant. You can't, yes, you can't fuck this up, June. Sam or I've got these. I mean, it's so hard. My palms are sweaty whenever, whenever <laughs> I think about like all the things that can go wrong. But I mean, if you haven't had Sam, our pastry chef's desserts yet, oh my lord, she's so good. She's so good. She's like stealth. So the desserts for Miracle Club will keep you coming back. I think. Well, you, you know, I, I, I meant to ask Felipe about Samantha because she's got this crazy resume. She worked at Trinity for a long time. She was with Brian Kellen for a long time. And then she kind of dropped off the radar to do the tiny boxwoods thing. And she's stepping into such big shoes. You know, Sean Gall, who won our Pastry Chef of the Year and the Tastemaker Awards last year. He's mm-hmm. working on his on his new restaurant. Big shoes to fill for, for Samantha. But I'm glad to hear that she's, sure. she's rising to the challenge. For sure. And she, I mean, such different personalities and it's such an honor to like be able to see all these crazy creative talents and, and what they can do. So it's, it's been, it's been lovely being able to work with two great pastry chefs here in town. So um, I'm excited to see what, I mean, cause I feel like she has inherited a lot of the identity of what we've done in our current building uh, with March and Rosie and Montreux cheese and wine. So it, it'll be, it'll be great to see what everyone thinks of like the Marigold club. Cause this is kind of hers, her, her first iteration on her own. All right. Well, June, I think that that brings me to the end of this plug, whatever from good night hospitality you want to plug, plug websites, plug social media, plug, plug, whatever. Uh, yeah. Instagram at goodnighthospitality.com. You can find all of our locations there and we we hope to see you soon. All right. June Rodell, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. You can follow me on Instagram at Eric Sandler. Keep it locked on culturemap.com for all the latest Houston bar and restaurant news. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next week. Yeah.